What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ball Status. That's right. This is the podcast where we talk about the business of health and the health of business. I love that slogan. It's a great slogan. This this, is a great podcast. This is a special episode. So we have a couple different formats for Ask the Boss. Well, actually, really, we only have two, don't we? Yeah, two formats for Ask the Boss. Two formats for Boss Status. One is Ask the Boss, which we're going to do now, and the other is the longer form where we usually have a topic and a guest. Um, So Ask the Boss, if you guys don't remember, this was our original, our first podcast that we did where meaty thighs would basically ask a bunch of questions. It evolved through time. We've done hundreds of these episodes. Um, Yeah, there's a lot out there. Just go there's to a, the Doug Miller Pro YouTube there's a channel. Lot of juice. Uh, I recommend, you know, the the time frame era of like two thousand and was it nineteen or eighteen? We were doing a lot of green screen stuff. Oh, that was we're funny. Running from I think dinosaurs. Th- I think it was two thousand nineteen. Uh, swimming with some sharks. Dude, uh, it would take Bobby literally like twenty four hours yeah. of time, like not just like one day, but like twenty four hours of work to put together one episode. Yeah, but. We made Bobby a really good video person. <laughs> so, like, without us pushing him to do that, you know, maybe he wouldn't be where he is today. How about that? <laughs> um, let, we just get into the sponsors. America Energy, thank you very much. Somebody just asked on here if we we're going to do a uh, core energy drink. The answer is no. Ooh. Not right now. We, the juice. But there could be another energy drink in the world. Oh. You say that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, before we dive into it, you got any updates? Why are we wearing polos? We are wearing polos because we launch into Vitamin Shop. Core launches into Vitamin Shop January 1. Arms Race launches into Vitamin Shop here in about a week, uh, November 1. And actually, in some stores, it's already rolling out. So uh, we use a platform called Expert Voice, where it's like an education platform um, where we can create content and videos and we can put tests in there and stuff for different employees of GNC or vitamin shop or Cabela's or wherever, you know, you <laughs> dicks or whatever. Um, and so we have to film like a brand video for core today. That's why I actually don't have a t-shirt on. So we look dapper. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, the other big update, <clears throat> and I think there might be some questions in there is I finally launched a new website. Yes. It's literally been 10 years. Now, I think I've updated like the homepage because uh, there was like pictures of talking about having a kid or something. So that was like maybe eight years ago I updated it. Um, But literally there hasn't been updates to like competition history and all that since like 2009. So it's good. I've only kind of played around on the mobile side, but. It's over a dozen years old. Uh, What was, it was, it's been almost a dozen years since I updated the website. So we finally put it up there. Uh, on the homepage, if you click on <laughs> my body parts, it's kind of funny. Uh, you can pick up some of the training Tuesdays that I've put out there on uh, social media f- for those specific body parts to get an example of some uh, of the training style that I do. Um, I also offer right now three different training programs that has worked really well for me in the past. These training programs you could use, I mean, shoot, you could run one of these for six months or more easily. Um, tons of variation. Um, lots of different things that change through the different rotations. Um, and I've made gains on some of these for years on end. Um, so there's three different training splits there, um, that I offer where you can just buy on the website. And I've opened up a very, 
very limited amount of like one-on-one coaching that I'm going to do. I'm going to have a select few that I work with again. Um, you know, luckily adding some of the, um, admin part of what I do on a daily basis and some of the operation stuff, finally adding some new employees to take that burden off of me has allowed me to open up a little bit of my time to actually do, uh, the coaching again. So, if you're interested, you know, I'll probably shut it off very quickly as soon as I get the number of clients that I'm looking for. Um, so, yeah, you can just email or check it out on the site. So the site's DougMillerPro.com. Uh, check it out. It's, uh, definitely have some pictures on there that I don't have anywhere else, uh, some competition uh, history pictures. I mean, my old website didn't even have, like, my 2014 season on it. It was really old. Yeah, it was old. Yeah, so it's good. How, how often do you think you'll update these uh – Training Tuesday body parts. Well, I mean, that'll just be the the samples. That's just samples, but we have a repository of all this training Tuesday. So really, I could probably post them all out there. Uh, And we're trying to get... Well, I wouldn't, but I would maybe like... Yeah, we could rotate them. Yeah, every quarter or something. Yeah. Get some new new ideas. Yeah, I think probably the next split that I'll add is probably the split that I've been working working out with for the past three years on and off. Uh, that works really well for me right now. Um, and I feel like I continuously make gains and um, on this program. So that'll probably be the fourth program that I add to the website. I no feel kind of deep voice today. I feel a little scratchy. Yeah, you're a little deep. <coughs> you need to take like some a, bigger sips <clears throat> of that energy. Hey man, we got to talk on Juice this other up. video. All right, so let's get in there. Ask the boss. You want to ask some questions? Yeah, sure. So uh, for the live people here. Oh, just hit some buttons. If you guys have questions, put them in here. Will you ever pre- create another high stim pre-workout in the future like Zap? High stim pre-workout. We have a lot of high stim pre-workouts. Um, and for the America Lab side, we are working on a lot of new pre-workouts this year. So we'll be dropping probably four or five new pre-workouts in 2023. Uh, one of them, which we just finished, um, little hint, it's called EMP, um, is kind of like zap but it also has some more performance aspect to it i would love to bring back that course course that so course Zap was like oh, super high stim though yeah but i, I would just bring That's back okay. the name yeah but what kind of product would it be we brought it'd be a back pre-workout Zola. it'd be a pre-workout it'd just be another kind of like you know america labs is doing a bunch of different pre-workouts like you'd have fury and then you have zap and zap maybe zap is the maybe, maybe the zap is the smaller tub man yeah, I, I was thinking it that and it just zaps you yeah. All right. Anyways. All right. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Questions. How many stores do you have? We have 12. Sorry. I'm just going to be distracted. Oh, yeah. You get those questions. 12 up. stores. Somebody wants to request to go live. No, thank you. No core energy drink, but there might be another one for a different brand in the future. Um, question regarding salt intake before your workout. Love it. Use core hydrate in your pre-workout. It'll make a huge difference. All right. Let's go. Uh, because we talked about the website is online coaching open to overseas applicants yes just yes just yes just i mean yes. i have coached i mean I, when i was putting this website together and thinking about coaching again i actually went through and looked through my archives like i have coached hundreds and hundreds of people it's crazy and i have all their information like all the the diets and the training that i've put together and it's at a lot of people and should a, you add testimonials i had testimonials on my old website i just I just didn't bring them over. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, I, 
I would say, I would say fifteen to twenty percent of those people were overseas. A lot of Australians. Australians are fit, man. Yeah, they are. They don't. They box with kangaroos at a young age. You know, like they just get they get in that ring early. Everyone's talking about us being dressed up. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dress up for work day. Mm. Well, all right, right. let's continue with the workout stuff. Um, What's your absolute favorite arm exercise? Hammer curls. I did some hammer curls today. Are these right? Do you like that? Yeah, my elbows feel good there, but then like pressing and stuff. Why are you rubbing your shoulder? Oh, it's, you know, because my shoulder feels juiced up. Yeah, feeling feeling that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I stood in that mirror naked today. I was like, "Oh, you're like, look at that!" I could get on that stage, man. Did you say you're gonna take it? No, I was just like, you know what? One day, if I if I decided to switch my training up, I'd just go back. But still got it. Stared at my butt. Did you? Oh, did you do some school? I did some side side glute. You know, like squat uh, down. You know, uh, were you in the coliseum? I don't even know the poses anymore. The squat, side relax. Did a little side relax action with the side glute, looking all sharp. Is it like a little side chest, like squat on no, it? No, 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 just side relax. See the hammy hang? Just, you know, checking out the... Uh, uh, Serratus? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough about my naked body. Well, were, you, uh, were you in the juice lighting in the bathroom, the first bathroom? Yeah, it was before the... I got in the shower, you know, letting it warm up. Oh, pff, yeah. yeah. You got to hit good. a couple after yeah. the workout with a pump. You got to start your day with a workout, you know, some, some more pump in there, and then just pose naked in, in the Coliseum. <laughs> that's how and, Pat uh, feels so good about it. <laughs> and then take a nice shower, and you're just ready. Yeah. Get the mullet all looking good. I remember when you and Tommy Jeffers look hooked up. That sounds so hooked good. up. <laughs> no homo. Uh, dude got peeled. Yeah, I remember Tommy got peeled. He, oh no, he came to Kurt one one season like late. I remember that because he was not he was not a. Uh, con- I probably he, he probably asked me and I said nope, it won't work with you because you you probably wanted more time. Yeah, I actually do remember that. But like Kurt just put him on like zero calories. Just, or no, like uh, crazy conditioning. It's like bat- next thing you know, he's doing battle ropes and he's doing uh, sled work and stuff. Zombie training. Is there a pick of your heaviest off season in there? Just, well, how am up? I going to put that? At, like, I guess we could lay it over here. When would that be? What, what was your heaviest? Two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. Probably, probably two thousand sixteen ish, maybe. Before you decided to compete. Or no, no, no that was I was after, like on the rebound. Yeah, yeah. I think my all-time strongest was 2016. Like, I could deadlift anything for as many reps as I wanted to. I felt like, <laughs> like I mean, like in a reasonable realm. That's when you did. Is that I, when you hit that? I PR did PR in Australia. Yeah, I did five plates, Australian plates. Right. So it's a little bit under 495 for 25. That was my best. It's 220 kilos for 25 reps. And then I, Stupid. Rem- I remember on the Gaines tour, we were in, um, where was that? Uh, VB um, House of Champions. It was Mark, Sean, and I. Yeah. We did a back workout. Yeah, I, and at the end of the back workout, I hit 495 for 20. Yeah. I did like 405 for seven or something. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that day. That was a good day. I started thinking about, so I haven't really, since moving to North Carolina, I haven't really deadlifted. And a lot of that has to do with, I feel like I tore a serratus uh, last summer. Yeah, I remember that. And it's caused some, I, I still have recurring issues from it. Uh, and I can actually feel the the two spots where I think it tore. Um, so I, I haven't felt comfortable deadlifting, but I feel like I should get back to doing it. Because like a lot of my other 
body parts or the exercises where I need a lot of core strength, I feel knock on wood pretty strong, you know, like, so I feel like I, I could get back to doing it, but like you feel I'm, strong on pin lays right now. Yeah. I mean, I like that was not super difficult for me. Well, you're doing a, a giant superset. So. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I think it's the patience of working back up. Like I want to put 495 on there the first time doing it, which would be stupid. Right. I want to put five plates on there and do it for 10 reps, but that would be stupid. So like work, just maybe working up to three fifteen. Take a little page out of Skirky's book, you know. He picks one exercise and he gets obsessed with it, right? Yes, yes. And then yeah, he does his whole workout around that. Yeah. All right, let's keep this going. Uh, so, how many phases or cycles are in your training manuals? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question. So I would say there are. Um, let me say it this way. First of all, at the end of the day, the best bodybuilders, the best athletes, the, the people with the best physique train really freaking hard yes they don't get overly concerned about a training program they're not doing rpes they're not doing there's a place and a time for that and there may be the some goals. athletes that that are freak athletes that are doing that for the majority this is a right. generalization right um it's putting in max effort and um you know not Getting uh, paralysis by analysis, right? Uh, is that the right term? Did I say that right? Paralysis by analysis. Yes. Over analysis. Over analysis, yeah. So um, the programs are, I tell you basically, depending on the program, there's anywhere from like 14 different workouts to up to upwards of 20-some different workouts that you will cycle through. But each time you cycle through, you might change one or two variables. And then you could go back and then you repeat certain things. At the end of the day, if you have too much variation, you don't really have a benchmark. You have to be just like Skirky getting obsessed with doing just that one exercise. If you're constantly changing everything, you don't have a benchmark. You don't have the neurological adaptation to doing that exercise to get better at it yeah. to, you know, to progress. So um, there is some repetition, but it's in pretty big cycles. So like you will know that if you have the split as a 16 day split and it repeats every 16 days, the next time through the split for the day 17 through 32, you're probably changing a certain variable, right? So that you probably won't truly be repeating the same workout per se until maybe day 33. I remember that split, right? I did that. The biggest challenge for me on that one. And I liked the challenge was that I wasn't lifting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. Like it you, rotated. Yeah. But I made some of the best gains in my life on that program. Yeah. Um, so there are not like. Well, tell me. Uh, so there's different. Fa there's the. So, yeah. And I tell you exactly. Exercise selection. Now, obviously, if you're machine, if you if there's a machine or an exercise that you don't have access to, sub it out to some for something similar. Right. Like. So um, like, let's say you picked hammer strength. Or if you just can't do something, if you can't do incline barbell press for some reason, do incline Smith press. Yeah. Do something similar or an incline like, machine. Or don't get over, you know, don't overcomplicate that. Um, and then uh, uh, rep ranges, sets, number of sets, sets, the supersets, the drop sets, all that, all that's in there. It's pretty detailed. Like you really shouldn't have, and there's a lot of notes to it too. So you shouldn't have really, it's kind of self-explanatory. Well, I don't know if you've done this yet, but can you tell us how it works? So I'm interested. I finally decided I want to buy one of these programs. And I purchase on your website, and then 
You get an email with a passcode to get. You'll get an email, and then you can download the the PDF. The, so then the, you have the PDF. So then it's yeah. it's yours. Yes, you will have it. Doesn't yeah. expire. Yeah, I mean, and you're not allowed to share it, but I can't stop anyone from sharing it. Sure. Right? Like that would be. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of disclaimers. Don't share it. This is my IP, right? But you know, people do what do people do? And hey man, we've been bootlegging music for a long, long time. Yeah, got LimeWire. Uh, real quick question in here. Core put in flavor, favorite to least. I will say my favorite flavor is yet to come and it's going to blow your mind. It's going to launch in March mm. for the Arnold. Mm. Most likely it's amazing. It's going to, it will blow your mind. Uh, favorite is Rocky road. Second flavor is probably fluffernilla. Third flavor is cookie dough and cream. You? I'd go Rocky road. I think I'd go the same route. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it right there. There you Just go. Like that. And um, Rocky Road and Fluffernilla, right, launching? Yes, in Vitamin in Shop. Vitamin Shop. January. Yes, sir. Core Pro, Cinnamon French Toast, Pro, Death by Chocolate. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to knock these out as they come across. So this is going to be like a shotgun type approach to the show. Shotgun! Just curious your thoughts on L-carnitine as far as... Do you need to cycle it? No, you don't need to cycle it. And how long can you stay on it? I take acetyl carnitine pretty much year-round. I've heard dif- different opinions, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the same question. All right, go ahead, me. Man, we all over the place, bro. I know. This is squirrel. All right, squirrel. This is uh, ask the boss. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Oh, the well, this <laughs> is the question everybody wants to know is when you will get back on stage. Um, I will not say never, but I don't know. Never say never, dude. Never say never. I could see coming back when I'm after after 45. After a nice pump, you're in there naked, standing. That's you oh, know, after, I'm you know, I'm ready to jumble the stage right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just wax the floor with some of these phonies out there. <laughs> phonies. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Wax the floor. Uh, all right. Um, what are your thoughts? So I know this. I'd like to hear your new stance on this, or if it's changed. Thoughts on intra workout protein and carbs. More specifically, carbs. I don't know if intra-workout protein. What's the question? I'm not sure. I what are your thoughts on intra-workout protein and carbs? So I, some people like carbs in their intra. Even if it's a fast digesting carb and something that's easy on your stomach. Um, I have always had a ton of carbs pre-workout and a ton of carbs post-workout. Just done very easily digesting regular amino acids, BCAs, Corey BC during my intro. I've done it for 15 years now. Um, I do use EAAs if I'm training in the morning and I can't get like a breakfast in or if I'm doing cardio or something like that. Um, but usually it's the BCAs and the Corey BC. Now, um, in terms of carbs, like I want blood going to my muscles, not to my stomach when I'm training is kind of the way I think about it. And there are some that empty the stomach very easily and they're just not that but like, I do not want to be, I don't want to be taking in cars while I'm training, at least the type of training I'm doing. Like in the two hours that it takes me to train, like I'll be fine. Like I have enough juice in there to get me through. Yeah, you, do. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the wrong word to use. Well, and then, so I guess, it just, I mean, if you take in 80 to hundred grams of carbohydrates before you work out and then you're taking in. Yeah, 60, I'm a solid hundred grams these days. And you're taking in 60 posts or something, 50, 65. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So unless you're like a little really under, pushing calories, and I'm about and I'm about 350 grams of carbs a day. So I'm a little a little less than half or pre and post. Yeah. So like if you if you're not if so I don't I don't have that much. I just I've kind of changed over the freaking, years. He has a granola a granola bar transition. I eat a arms race foundation bar now. Oh, uh, but it was a granola bar. So. It was an RX bar before yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, so I don't eat much. So it, I would I should probably take some intro. Yeah, you uh, should during my workouts. You should, but you'd be way more tactical. Tactical as f- boy. Uh, <laughs> this is a great question. Actually, obviously they're all important, but which of the twelve core values would you say speaks the most to you at this point? Who asked that? Strange. Give him a job. I thought it said strange cumin, but it says cunning. Strange cunning. Cunning? Cumin? Oh, all right. Well, that's a great question, dude. Michael Coots. You got a great name, too. All right. Go ahead, meet. No, you first. I I'm forgot the question. I'm asking you. <laughs> all right. So what core value means the most to us? Yeah. They're all important, but what speaks to you the most at this point in your life? This point in my life, it, Oh, which one haven't I earned? God, man, it's hard. I'm just looking at the. Um. Well, this is just this popped in my brain, so I'm just going to speak. So, uh, be humble is actually a new one for me. Um, I think because things are changing. Within our company, we have more employees. The, the, the sales staff is a little bit larger. Um, I kind of have a, I'm, I'm a type A guy, and there's a little bit of a controlling thing about stuff. Um, so I think tr- trying to pass, pass off things and lead and, uh, and be humble by letting them take that win, right? Like, you know, like a sales team, right? Like, like Logan's a great example. So Logan is over, oversees our distribution and he's doing a, a phenomenal job in that. And those are his wins, but like I'm his sounding board and his report and we, we communicate and talk. So I want to be, take a step back and be humble and let him take those wins and, and me not be taking, taking the Europa, like, like we we try to that that's part of what that value is to our company is like we don't really we, it's, it's a we, we not it's a, a we not a not culture of we right so yeah um yeah that one just came to my mind be humble um I I would say the thing that I always look for at people the most is the ability to figure it out I freaking love that like I don't care what your your schooling is like your background any of that but if you can figure something out and you don't get you just have this I'm not going to lose, I'm, I'm going to figure it out mentality. That is something that I value so like so much for somebody, for this team. Um, I would kind of say right now, um, the one that probably speaks to me the most is you can't outdream God. Um, because C-O-D-G. C-O-D-G. Um, it's going on the van. And it's related to this a little bit in a way. And it's funny, Carl sent me something. I think it was just to keep pushing me to do something. Um, when he sent me one Andy Frisella's thing. And it's kind of like constantly trying to put your back against the wall so you have no other choice but to win. And how that's actually easier when you don't have a choice. But now, when I have a choice and things are comfortable, like 
I don't really want for anything, right? Like I have a happy family, healthy family, uh, a beautiful home. You know, we're saving for the future. We're financially comfortable. You know, there's no big stresses. I mean, when you're running these organizations, there's always financial stress because it's it's massive, right? Well, and there's so much just, risk. It's right? not just you. And it's but not speaking for you. It's not just me, but for me personally, like right. we, we'll be fine. Like even if we have like a a down year at this point, like it will be fine. Like I'm confident we'll be fine, but that, but when you're in that position, it makes it, um, harder to take maybe some of the risks that you once took when you weren't there because you know, like, why do I want to do that when it could fail? I mean, it could be great, but is it really good? Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like, so I want to keep making sure that I can't outstream God, right? Like, so that I want to keep having these big grand ideas, which I, I come up with to do certain things. Um, and I don't want that to go away, even the more successful that we become, right? Like, so who's to say, you know, we can't be a nine figure company next year, right? Like, I don't know. Like, like, but like, and who's to say we couldn't open seven new stores and three new gyms and uh, build a new facility behind us, right? So it's like taking all those risks. I mean, it's related to taking risks, but like keep dreaming, keep pushing to uh, get better and create more opportunities for everyone, you know, around us. Um, you know, I always said like, once you get to a certain point financially where like you're just comfortable, you don't have to worry about paying for dinner at when you go out to eat and things like that. For me, like I just adding double that is not necessarily going to make my life that much better. Yeah. Right. So continuing to grow our legacy in what we're building and creating more opportunities and getting other people to that position where they don't have to worry about those things. That is super rewarding for me. So it just reminds me that I have to keep dreaming to do more things, not necessarily for myself, but so that the whole organization and everyone gets to experience that so that one right now is probably the one that speaks to me the most i think that wraps up our episode <laughs> Make sure until you, next uh, time snip that one up yeah that was some just straight facts let's go let's roll i love that thank you for sharing doug that was really nice do i get snaps snaps for doug <laughs> hey all right all right well here this is a cool question this is a little bit deeper we just went deep how would you get out of a burnt out mentality when you know you're really not? So I guess the mind is saying that you're burnt out, but you know the mind, you also, it's like you got two people. It's like this person's asking the question with two people on the shoulder. One's saying, hey, dude, you're burnt out. The other one's like, no, nah, you're just being a pansy. Keep going. You were about to say being a bitch. So I was going to say it's a couple things that were not appropriate. <laughs> so I switched it up, threw a curveball. So uh, how would you get out of a burnout mentality when you know you're really not? Well, I guess being burnout a lot of times, you probably just have not had any wins lately, right? And so some of that kind of is feeding off of itself. Without wins, you kind of feel discouraged. So you like maybe you're just feeling lazy, sorry for yourself, and it's just kind of like this repetitive thing. So I would say how you get out of it is starting with some small wins, right? So it goes back to... It's a, it's the age old and kind of cliched, it's discipline, not motivation type of thing, right? So you need to go back to instilling certain disciplines in your life. So you're getting small wins 
that's going to build up right into bigger wins. Um, cause right now it sounds like you're just, you're kind of feeling lazy. Yeah. Right. I can relate to that. Yeah. But I think it's also acknowledging that discipline. So sometimes the person might be so disciplined or, or disciplined, putting pressure on themselves and then just feel like they're not doing, they're not, they're not living up to their own expectations, you know? And so like, you kind of get lost in this funk that I'm not doing anything, but you're, you're not acknowledging the things that you do on a daily basis that do, that gets you to where you are right now. So that's great. But you're also trying to get, you're trying to get to that next level. Well, that's so that's, it's dis- discipline and gratitude, right? Yeah. And, you know, being, you know, I, I think I, I don't want to be like, you need to pat yourself on the back, but you're saying celebrate those small wins, right? right. Like celebrate the small wins. Um, you know, have gratitude for the things that are good and have been wins and then to be disciplined to push past. Right. Um, yeah, that, that's what well, I mean. It, that's a tough one. You, and maybe you're just not, you maybe you're just doing something that you really don't want to do. So then maybe you need to ask yourself, well, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Right. Cause if you're not, if you have to be motivated to do everything, right. Like, I don't know. I, unless it's a super passion of yours, you, that's going to be very difficult. If I can suggest something that would help somebody get out of something like this is to journal, have some type of self-reflection, right? So like if you get a chance in the morning or, you know, I like to do it before I start my day and just write, write what's on the mind, write what, how you're feeling. Um, and you'll kind of discover some things about yourself that, you know, that might lead to an answer for that. Yeah. I mean this, uh, there was a good comment in here, which is exactly basically what I was saying. So that the person doesn't have, it sounds like that person doesn't have passion in their life. And so they need to find more purpose. Right. So that's exactly right. So like, maybe that really isn't the thing that you're passionate about that you're trying to do. So maybe you need to switch things up. Right. So you gotta be, look yourself in a mirror, figure it out. Naked, naked, flexing. All right. We're going to throw this one in here. This is a good one. Since I'm an AGM for Wawa oh, in yeah. Virginia Beach, I think I saw that. One. I gotta know what's your go-to when you stop at a Wawa? Toasted ten inch, ten inches of hate of hate, uh, wheat bread, and I love the honey turkey. So I'll do a double honey turkey, with just a bunch of. Shit. What's something? What's shit? lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, uh, hot peppers, oregano, salt, pepper, blah blah blah. Little light uh, mustard. spice, spicy mustard, spicy mustard. Yeah, deli mustard. It's good. Get that roast beef. Mm. It's good. Little like pepper jack. Man, we need a Wawa here. We were just talking to somebody because we're it's the bread. We're trying to buy the land behind us, and there's two acres of retail. And I was like, man, could we put a Wawa there? And apparently, yeah, we learned some juice. We heard. I heard that the people on the Wawa board, are, there's sheets people on the Wawa board and Wawa people on the sheets board, so that they would never open up like across. The street from each other because it's across right the here. street. Now so I we, don't hate sheets, but like they got to step up, step up their sandwich game. I bet it's all about, you know, because you know what makes Chick Fil A is is the employees, right? The like, well, well, let's talk about Wawa employees. I don't think that they're anything spectacular. Well, I mean, all right. So sheets, I'm not hating on you. I don't know if you listen to our podcast or not, but you know, I get better experience from a Wawa employee than I do from a sheets employee. I don't think I've noticed. So maybe that. it's the workplace, you know, because sometimes it's not just it's not just the sheets MTO that the the quality of the food that was given to me. It was the way it was prepared. That's when I have a bad sheets experience. 
Because I don't mind their sandwiches. You know, the carved turkey is not bad. They're oh, pretty the car- good. That thick, that thick, yeah, thing, that yeah. thick stuff, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then the breads. You know, it's it's good. Yeah, but like, if you just give it to me like this, and you don't take effort to hold that double meat juice better and cut it and cut it nice. I mean, that's all in just you know going the extra mile and and you know what? Even if you get that twelve inches of hate, you cut it into two and then you wrap them separately because most people aren't gonna. Yeah, gobble so it, twelve inches. That's all where at once. that's what I'm getting across. Is like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Wawa experience is an experience, yeah. and it tops the sheets. Sheets one. Yep. Now there are some sheets people out there, but they're probably wearing the dirty stuff. You know, I hear North Carolina's getting some Wawa's. So I hear not in this area at first. Raleigh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, I think you know uh, Wegmans. We need a Wegman. We, we need, need a, a Trader Joe's in this area. It's down in Charlotte. Steph man. has to drive to Charlotte when she goes. She stocks up. We're going to hit that Aldi up. That's where we're going. All right. Keep it rolling. All right. Um, let's see here. When is Core Fury 2.0 coming? Exclusive to Vitamin Shop Gen 1. For 60 days. For 60 days. You heard it here. So... It'll be available March 1st. Well, you can go to the bottom shop and buy it. And we are dropping four new flavors of Fury Australia. So we'll have seven flavors of Fury Australia. And we'll have a new flavor of Pump launching on Monday. That's a sub date. Yes, new flavor of Pump. Did we talk about that on sub dates? Uh, No, because it was a last minute thing. We just skirt. Maybe uh, Shane's on here. Maybe he can get it out. Maybe you know what you should do? Message Shane and he'll get that out. Oh, I should. Pump. Strawberry. Daiquiri. Someone's going to Thailand in, in December. Is Love. your hydration packet something you would travel with? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, show. It's so easy to travel. I mean, that's kind of like a purpose that it was made for. Yep. There's a lot know. of hydration products coming out, too. Ours, so far, sits on top. That's some decent questions. Let's get on my page. Let's do it. Let's call. How do you find athletes you want to work with? Hmm. Was that for me or for you? These are for us, Doug. Um, this is Ask the Boss, and you're the boss. I mean, quite frankly, at the end of the day, I, I want them to use our products and like our products. So a lot of times it happens organically in that way, right? Like, yeah. um, And then also, if we're actually searching and looking, they have to fit the culture of the brand. So like, we definitely have some arms race athletes that are definitely more arms race culture and vibe than they would be a core vibe and vice versa. We have more some core people that just wouldn't fit on the arms race side. Yeah, so it's all about fit and you know uh, and lifestyle really. All right, uh, can you compare arms race clarity and core nutritional zone? Sitting here offhand, no, <laughs> but I can give you some small differences. Um, I would say clarity is just. Uh, I, I think you put it well earlier when you were talking about it. Is uh, a little bit more just up to date, I would say, because there's a couple new trademarked ingredients in there, um, like the new level and the um, uh, an, uh, an extra. No, yeah, an extra. Yeah. Um, so, but in general, they're the same type of products, right? So it's it's going to be a focus, a nootropic, a gamer, a study, or whatever you want, a small pick-me-up. I would say the core zone is a little bit a little bit higher and hits a little bit harder on the stem side. 
So you got 150 of just caffeine versus um, about 135 to 130 total caffeine in the clarity, but that also has some delay release action to it as well. So it's a little bit more sustained release, but they both uh, have give have a great feel and really have the same. They are very similar products. Yeah, they're very similar. I think when it comes to something like this, it's going to come to anecdotal, like you trying it and you finding your own experience within those products. Yeah. Well, I like. I feel like I get more out of this one, or I like that I get less out of this one, and you. That's up to you to kind of figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, it's core zone. We we did that. It's been probably almost two years ago. Two years. Yeah. I mean, a lot about formulating products right now is keeping up with um, these trademark <laughs> ingredients. You know, I feel like yeah, they're just. I feel like that industry is is growing a lot. Yeah, the expansion into who knows maybe we'll be in that. How do you go about lifting when not feeling well? Multiple days off. Try to work. Try to work through it. I don't know if my approach is the best approach. I generally train, unless I am really like on deathbed or down something. and out. I remember training when I had COVID, and uh, yeah, I just felt a little bit weaker. And I was sweating very weirdly. <laughs> it was kind of odd. But I didn't take a day off when I had COVID. I was clearly sick um, training in my in my house at the time. Um, but, yeah, I unless I really am out for the count, for the most part, I will, I will train. You know, generally, I think probably taking a day or two off is your better bet so that you can actually recover. But for me, I still end up training, just being honest. Yeah, I'd say keep the body moving if you if, if yeah. you're keep pumping the fluids. And quite frankly, I usually the time I feel the best of the day is when I'm training. Yeah. And then usually it's if I'm sick, it's after that I'm I'm not. I think I the key is not knowing you're gonna hit a PR that day. Right. And just kind of being smart. Yeah, just getting but it like, in. I think moving getting blood flow is probably gonna help your recovery and in, in yeah. being sick. Yep. I mean, I guess it depends on how what type of sickness it is too. Like if you got <laughs> the squirts you're throwing up. It's probably not ideal to be squatting. Yeah, right? I might not want to go to the gym. Yeah. All right. Let's what, see. What else you got? I got a couple more. Okay. What stack would you recommend for women wanting to build lean muscle and why? Um, I think the hard poise stack is a great start, but then I think you could grow from that. So like a, somebody was just asking me the other day about this. I said, just start with hard and poise. And then grow it from there. So then I would add in bolic after that. Um, and, you know, a uh, really good glucose disposal agent like Core Load. Dude, I haven't be taken great, Load in a while. Me either, and I want to get it back. And in. you know what's coming up? Holidays? Huh? I'm going to get myself ready. Yeah. So I've been taking Stabilize His, which has a ton of bourbon in it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I get that little GDA action anyways. So. Yeah, I'm going to throw in Core Hard. Core Hard? I'm core sorry, hard? Core Load. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Yeah, I think that's a great stack. I mean, the feedback on hard, I mean, it's our number one selling skew in the brand. Um, and then the feedback on poise has been incredible for women. So starting there is great. And then add in bollock and load. That's where I'd go. Who do you want to see come to the Nut Bash in 2023? Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh. Dude, Carl would die and go to heaven. Wonder how much that he would He might come. be saved, actually, if we... Uh, <laughs> how much would that, how much would that cost? I, Aaron, what do you think he would to show up play for an hour? I mean, he sells out. Uh, how big of a venue? 
So like a hundred thousand people. So like you know he's gonna see. Like I, should be just a couple keep, thousand. No, I want like a private show. Like keep it on the down low. Like he, like ukulele. Oh like yeah, a ukulele like a, little 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 posty show. Little diddle. A lot of drugs going on. <laughs> uh, so the nut bash is June tenth and eleventh. Think you do it for a quarter mil? You think so? That's a lot of money, bro. I'm I'm just curious. I, I'm not CODG saying that and stuff. Right. Put your back against the wall. A uh, hundred grand for an hour set. Post Malone. Hey, we got that call with that guy who's an agent of you know who, on Ujibuja. Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, should be should have been today. So maybe we could get him to hook it up. Does he work with Post Malone? No, but he works with uh, some other people in the industry. All right, man. Codg, throw it out there. Yeah, plant that seed. He is unbelievable in concert. Just saw him at the Garden in Boston. TD Garden. The TD Garden? I was the thing I struggle with artists like that is he says he's really good in concert. So, like, are you getting the same experience that you would from a studio? That's what I like. You see a lot of. I haven't seen a lot of rappers or pop artists, but I feel. Yeah, but I think he's more of an artist than just a rapper who doesn't sound anything like that. He's very much an artist. It doesn't sound anything like. Like I like that he can pick up a guitar and start playing like Stain, you yeah. know, like I think that's probably why it's a good experience. Carl said it was awesome. Yeah. We know Carl, Carl's but he's obsessed. And if and if he sucked, he still would be awesome. Yeah, he was probably drunk or something too. Carl. Uh, doubt it. Delta eight, maybe. I think he drank that night. Oh yeah? Yeah. Brian says post Malone would be brilliant in person. Post Malone. I think he would be good. I think he's added some tattoos to his face. Sweet. Since I last saw. Do we uh, plan on opening an EU shop? We struggle to get your product here. Big fan from, there's a flag. I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> I feel like some, it's France, but. Something in the EU. What, what is that flag? French? Italian? I think that's Italian. Look at his name. It's Italian. Don't ask me that. <laughs> It ends in a vowel, so it's got to be Italian, right? No, not necessarily. Right? Mario. Uh, that's his name's not Mario. I know. Luigi. Uh, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> uh, oh, um, so I will say that A-list. Now, Fat Jimmy needs to get on the ball. He's not consistent with his, like, staying in stock and ordering and all that stuff because he's had a lot on his plate lately. He's also already, he's like 25 and having his 10th kid. So, um, not really, but he has, a, he's got a lot going on. Anyways, he just opened his EU shop because Brexit really kind of hurt him for shipping to um, other parts of Europe. So, they have a separate, it's actually a separate business. I forget what country it's in, but he's got a separate hub now in uh, Europe um, and a separate warehouse and a separate guy who's, who's shipping there. So eventually our products will be there and it will make it a lot easier. So I actually need to follow up with him on that. So that, sh- that could be happening sh- soon. Whether or not we would set up our own EU hub, probably not. I mean, never say never. Never, yeah. CODG. That's something that we haven't really even given a speckle of a thought. Yeah. Not even a twinkle in the eye yet. No. What's your go-to pre-workout stack and recommendation if you're training after 4 p.m.? Mm. Would you put a little juice in there? I would put a little juice. I would do, but I would do something without a delay release. Like so, Core Zone would be great. Yeah. It like would 150. 
Yeah. Lots of I mean, even Clarity's got a little delayed release, but it's not that high. So you could do a Clarity daily pump. Um, but like I wouldn't do necessarily harness and daily pump, right? Because of the Zoom XR in there. Yeah. Uh, you could do Fury, like one scoop of Fury. Yeah. Yeah. One scoop of Fury with some pump. Half a scoop of. It also depends on maybe how much caffeine you've had throughout your day. Right. And how much you can handle. So I would still put a little juice in there. Definitely core pump or daily pump. Yep. Or stars and pipes. I would go, I mean, I love core pump. Yeah. That extra vaso drive in there. Mm. Or no, sorry, that's wrong. Mm. Not vaso drive. Not nitrates. No, it's not what I'm thinking. I'm butchering this. Gl- Glister pump. No. Hydromax. It's a focus factor. That's oh, alpha bottom. GPC. Al- that's alpha GPC. That's a, that's a, that's a, a vaso drive. <laughs> oh, we're going to have Dave do a, a, oh my gosh. a lesson for all of us. I guess this is what happens when you have like 300 products. You have a lot of products and then like... I'm not in a retail store speaking about the products that much anymore or at all. So it's like, hey, you owe us this money. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I charge your credit card? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I got you. All right. I think that's about wraps it up. All right. Perfect. 45 minutes. 45 minutes on the dot. And we want to try to get a little bit more regular at doing this. I mean, I think the last one's been, it's got to be three months. What do you think? That's a good question. And we also have another episode coming out before this actually goes live. We will have the the boss status with Shane from Stack 3D. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. Where are we at with that? A little POV? insight. Is that coming up soon? <laughs> Sounds so confident. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The editing cue. All right, guys. I guess that's a wrap. Till next time, keep crushing it.